Legend has it they were directed by the Dark Ones. Necrobomicon X Modus, roughly translated, Movies of the Trash. These movies served as a passageway to the evil world beyond. They were made long ago, when the shelves of your local blockbuster ran black with the plastic of tapes. It was with these tapes that the evil was distributed into every home. Now, years later, all were lost to the sands of nostalgia until 2021, when they returned. Six more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Six more days till Halloween, Silver Shamrock. Six more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Six more days till Halloween, Silver Shamrock. Six more days Make till it Halloween. Stop. <laughs> to turn it off. Turn it off. Yes, uh, welcome to Bombs Away, a bad movie comedy podcast. My name is Tyler Rowe. Joining me here inside the creepy old crypt, as always, is... Skull Mask Peyton Bieber. And... Season of the Bitch! Jared Seifert. I knew, you know, I'm... I'm not. It's it's low hanging fruit. I'm not surprised, it but I am disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Why are we talking about six more days to Halloween? Skull masks. Season of the bitch. <laughs> well, you know, it's that um time of the year. Six days until Halloween. I have to say, big old pat on my own back for the planning of. I literally made the entire release schedule of this show for this season around getting this episode as close to Halloween as possible. (laughs) So that, and uh, I'm very pleased to say that the movie also does say six more days till Halloween in it. Oh, perfect. So, uh, you know, pat myself on the back for that. You got enough days in the movie for them to cover the eight of them. Yeah. 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 It's like a 35 days until Halloween when the movie starts, (laughs) but, uh, research (laughs) default. Yes, what movie are we talking about today? If you didn't read the episode title and if you are still confused, it is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Yes, that age-old tale of no Michael Myers (laughs) whatsoever. (laughs) Um, Starring Tom Atkins, Stacey Nelkin, Dan O'Hurley. I think that's how you say it. Um, My Irish ancestors are rolling in their grave as we speak. Um, Directed by Tommy Lee Wallace who is one of the two people who played the shape in um, the original Halloween. That the other person was Nick Castle, who shows up in Halloween Kills. Yeah. Um, as as uh, Michael Myers for a brief moment. Um, and uh, he's also one of three people in the band Coop DeVille's, which ah. is uh, the super badass theme song of uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Is written and performed by them, and it's it's John Carpenter's band from college. It's like him, uh, Nick Castle, and and uh, Tommy Lee Wallace just shredding in that in that song. So and killing it, huh? Yeah, and that's really what uh, th- that's all this guy's really done. <laughs> honestly, he's like his biggest accolade is like friend of John Carpenter. That's about where his his career ends. Got him this far. I yeah, got him to the. I will go on record saying the best Halloween sequel and the best Halloween three. Those are some heavy words right there. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween kills is Halloween three as well in in the (laughs) sequence of films. And this is definitely better than that one. Uh, I don't know about that. 
Oh, shut up. With an IMD rating of just five. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best one. It's got a rating of five. I think that's better than Halloween Kills, I'll be honest. I wonder what and, Halloween And probably has. Halloween Resurrection. It's probably better than H2O. H2O. Yeah. Halloween 5. 6. 6. 7. 7. Eight. I think that's Resurrection and H2O is 8. Yeah. Um, But with a Rotten Tomatoes score of 39%. Oh. A respectable, respectable. Mm. It is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get right into it. Um. So as we said, yeah, this movie does not take place on Halloween. Uh, it begins on October 23rd, which, as the theme song that permeates this entire film says... Yes, eight more days until Halloween. Um, and uh, we are met with uh, this dude uh, running under an underpass on a on an abandoned street, uh, scared <laughs> of a car. I don't really know. It's, I don't know how to. Uh, and much like you right now, we don't know what's going on either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is the uh, that could be the tagline of Season of the Witch. It's like Halloween three, Season of the Witch. We don't know what's going on either. <laughs> We make it up as we go. I do have to say, um, theory for Halloween ends. Uh, I have this weird feeling that they are going to go the supernatural route of Michael in the next film. It seems like they were going that way. Because that line where Spoilers they're like, for Halloween Kills for those who have not seen it yet. I wasn't so. going to say anything about it, but I was just going to say they, there's that line where he's like, every time he kills, he transcends. And it's like... There's the the silver shamrock masks are mm. in the movie, and I know that's more of just like a like a wink and a nudge, like hee hee ha ha, like look we included them now shut the fuck up about it. But I'm like, why are, is silver shamrock gonna have an inclusion in the story of these movies? Maybe that well, they made the masks is the um, Stonehenge. He's he's oh, the guy at the end of the movie. He is, <laughs> he is Stonehenge. He's the rocks just moving around. <laughs> That's why no one can kill him. His original last name was Michael O. Myers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michael O'Donohue. <laughs> yeah. Um. The uh, this guy's just like running by uh, this like mysterious vehicle is uh following him, which is again kind of interesting because. Um, much like Halloween Kills kind of pulls from ins like inspiration from every single previous uh, Halloween sequel essentially to make a amalgamation of a mess um, this movie there's some things in it that get pulled for later sequels I think um, this idea of like the men in black following this guy in the car comes up in Halloween 5 the one with Paul Rudd. Oh, I've seen six. that one. Yeah, there, there's That's... the Men in Black are in it, and they're like also involved with Michael Myers. That's when they introduced the the the, cult? the Thorns cult. Yeah, and then like it's like he's a pagan dealer of death, and then the next movie they were like, forget all that. That was fucking. <laughs> don't even bother with that storyline ever again. I'm have to, I think that's the only one I have not watched. 
the only reason to watch it is to see Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. That's yeah. like, and I think that's the one where an angry mob gets together, like Halloween kills, yeah. and they shoot the shit out of him. And obviously Dang. he doesn't die. That's, you know. So, I mean, is Michael, is, for, okay, that was, that's the end of like the- It's okay, those are words. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of the, we'll say the niece story. That one right? ends in, in five. They so they set up this whole thing in in Halloween four with the niece. The niece. I think it's six we're talking about. Rudd is he in six? Because because the four is the introduction of the niece. Five is after like she's like a mute almost because she was like attacked. Oh yeah, she's like, traumatized. Her, her psychic abilities or something. Her psychic connection to Michael is like a. A prominent plot point, and then six is the one with Rudd. You are uh, yes, you're correct. Revenge of Michael Myers is five. The one with uh, Danielle Harris in it. Yes, yes. yes. Um, and then they just literally kill her in the next movie, and they're like, "Yeah, don't worry about it." No, she did. That's also where like the whole shoehorned um, in in the second movie thing is that uh, Laurie Strode is Michael Myers' sister, which is like I guess one of the things that. John Carpenter act like genuinely detests really about he didn't want to make Halloween 2 at all like not at all he had no intentions of making a second one but the first one is still to this day one of the highest grossing independent films ever made so at the time it made a ton of money so they said let's make another one he didn't want to he initially had almost no involved involvement with it they wrote a script gave it to him and he was like this is the fucking bullshit so he like rewrote it they shoehorned in the whole like her being his sister thing and then um then we get to this movie and the the, the common misconception about this movie is that john carpenter always wanted halloween to be an anthology series the real thing is after the second movie when they said let's make a third, he said we should make it an anthology series. Okay. He produces this one. He didn't. He didn't write it or anything like that. But then they did this, and then people were so fucking confused about why it was a Halloween movie without Michael Myers in it that they were like, "Yeah, don't <clears throat> don't ever fucking do that again." Like, go <laughs> ahead and go with another fourth one where this is just like this weird, just like single film in the lineage. It's the Tokyo of, Drift of the franchise. Yes! And isn't Tokyo Drift the third one? It's the third one, but it's like the prequel to them all or something like that. Or it's like the prequel to the sixth one or something like yeah, that. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The The Halloween timeline is more confusing than where the Legend of Zelda games fall with each <laughs> other in the timeline. Okay, but that's really simple. Oh, shut the fuck up. One main timeline, then there's three splits, and then there's a convergence. It's very simple if you pay attention. Are you talking about Halloween or are you talking about Legend of Zelda? <laughs> <laughs> I think both. Uh, I really Just think Halloween Michael Myers is... comes into himself in Skyward Sword. That's pretty <laughs> impressive for him. He's got a big dog. <laughs> he can come into himself. I do have to say shout out to a, a picture that I saw way too many times where it was a, a review of Halloween Kills with like one star and it was like uh Michael Myers did not say his catchphrase of groovy or do I make you horny baby once. Uh maybe at the end of this episode we'll talk about Halloween Kills briefly because there's a lot to unpack yeah. with that movie. Totally. 
little tag. Oh, on. yeah, Jared didn't see it, but we'll spoil it for I him. I don't care about it. We'll tell you a bunch of things about it, and you'll have to determine which things are lies and which things actually happened in the movie. That's- All right, I don't need to talk for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, yeah, we're still in the first, like, two minutes of the movie. Uh, so, he's pursued by these men in suits. Um, he goes into this gas station store, and he talks to this, like... They're pursuing him. Yeah, they're pursuing... Oh, Jesus Christ. I genuinely thought I misspoke when he said it, and then you got me with a pun. Um, they, they, these men in suits grab him, and then <clears throat> I don't know how he managed to like set up this quote unquote trap for them, but they're in between two cars and they're like strangling him, and the car rolls forward and crushes this man in a suit uh, in between another car, and he's like, Man, "Good thing he wasn't in the in the line." What if he's like? Managed to kill that guy, but his head got caught between the right? like, license plates. Yeah. It just like <laughs> popped. <laughs> He's like, shit. Dang, almost. <laughs> Traded kills. <laughs> um, so he bursts into the gas station store and he's like, that passes out. And he has a pumpkin silver shamrock mask. The shirt that I am currently wearing. The best mask out of all of them. Subjectively. Subjectively yeah. They're all... They're not. Don't get me started. They're, they're, they're not pretty cool shitty. Masks. <clears throat> I do have to say the skeleton, which I'm wearing right now, is kind of basic. It is. Go- the the skeleton is probably the goofiest looking mask out of the three masks yeah. in the movie. Um, I guess we should just talk about that because they do come quick and there's not really an emphasis on what they are. But in the I'm studio, wearing girl options. <laughs> which Jared's wearing when you go through the McDonald's drive-thru and they say, do you want a girl toy or a boy toy? <laughs> I always say boy toy, but it's not what I need. It's what I want. It's always a hot wheel. <laughs> um, there's three masks that Silver Shamrock, this uh, the company in this this movie, this mysterious company. Amazon. I mean, uh, Silver Shamrock. <laughs> Silver Shamrock. Silver Shamrock. <laughs> they, she shower, she shower. they make a pumpkin, like a jack-o'-lantern mask. A skull mask and a witch mask. Those are the three masks throughout this. There's no significance literally to the masks at all. It's just that they are the masks. And uh, as we learn in the movie, for some fucking reason, they are like the hot ticket item for Halloween. They're Furbies year. of the day. That is an that even that was a dated reference. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I don't know what's a they're popular Pokemon thing. cards. They're Pokemon cards of today. <laughs> which they're is, Roblox which is today. Roblox. <laughs> Those spheres that have like the surprise. They're Fortnite skins. Very well. Those uh, don't go. Those away, don't. Yeah. But that's a Fortnite? good. It's okay. Pokemon Oreos. <laughs> oh my god. Lady Gaga Oreos. <laughs> so turn your poop pink and green. Ooh. Um. The 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 guy who passes out he shows up in the hospital, and we're introduced. He just shows up in the hospital. Yeah, he's brought. <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs> he's like. Wah, 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 wah. They use the same technology to bring. Stonehenge is the later movie to put him in the hospital. <laughs> um, he shows up at the hospital and we're finally introduced to our main character, Tom Atkins. A man that for some reason John Carpenter thinks is incredibly sexy. He is dollar store Tom Selleck. Yes. I would say he's like... Thrift store Tom Selleck. Mm, I would say he's like... Giveaway bag The dollar Tom section Selleck. of Target. Tom Selleck, because like at least you're in Target. You know what I mean? Mm, like that entrance area. Yeah. We're like, I know it's all made of paper and foam, but at least it'll <laughs> look good for a day. I don't know. I, it's funny because um, Tom Atkins is kind of like he, not even kind of like he is like a well loved 
like person in the horror community um and there's just a group of people that i know it's like probably ironic but people do always joke that he's like the sexiest man alive and it's like obviously he's not but um i i just can't get over it but in every movie that he's in that john carpenter made which is only two he's the other one fucks the fog oh okay he, he's the he has sex with jamie lee curtis in that movie oh and it's always younger women for him too yeah i think they had like a 2015 or 25 year age difference yeah in, in that this movie, movie or in this, oh, movie. this movie yes yes like, huge ooh. age difference between him and the uh, leading woman of this film which is icky that's pretty yeah, weird. And he's always a womanizer in the oh. movies. And I'm, I'm like, does he get give? I don't know. I've seen him in interviews, and he is genuinely very charismatic. So I wonder if that's just like the the like vibe he gives off, regardless. Yeah, could be because he's he's funny as fuck. He's old now, and he's still alive. I think he's in his 80s at this point, and still looks good. He's still funny. William Shatner's in his 90s. I never knew. Well, I yeah. wish that. Space probe would have exploded. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, the first one, not the second one. Yeah, Yeah, the first one. The penis rocket. What's his face on it? Bezos. Bezos. Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Killing the planet. It's Um, like we're not going to get sponsored by Amazon. (laughs) They probably still would. Like, (laughs) no, there's no such thing as bad press. Um, So, yeah, our, our, our victim from the beginning of the movie, he's in this hospital. Tom Atkins is the doctor. Um, and he is just in a hospital bed. Um, Tom Atkins sexually harasses a nurse and then is like, oh, boy, am I beat? And then goes and takes a nap. <laughs> yeah. um, and meanwhile, while he's taking a nap, another man in black, the black suit guys, comes in. And I don't really get like the heebie-jeebies really from like kills in movies but something about this kill made me like cringe i hate anything that's like i'm gonna crush your head or like shove my fingers in your eyeballs carly the worst thing carly cannot watch anything where someone gets their like skull caved in yeah she she, it makes her like want to vomit and it happens a lot the the eye crushing i can handle but it's when he like breaks his nose bone out of his face or something. That's so what gets if me. you've been living under a rock and you have not seen this movie i would say go watch it but um he reaches into the guy's eyes crushes his eyes and then proceeds to grab his nose bone from behind from the inside yeah, of his like skull like the post-orbital bone yes yes that bone <clears throat> the only bone in your nose yes <laughs> and look i broke my nose Ugh. twice now so i know all about that bone. i have a crooked nose from whenever i ran into a soccer goal as a child oh and a slight deviated septum you should get that fixed my ent was like it's not that bad <laughs> <laughs> so he reaches into his his head and he pulls his nose uh, up from inside of his skull and snaps the bone and it's all like uh it's pretty gnarly to be completely honest and then um i guess he just oh he goes outside the man in black gets in his car and just starts pouring gasoline all over himself in the car <laughs> sets himself on fire and he uh explodes and uh, that's it for for both for Halloween three. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if that's where it ended? It was only like a twenty minute movie. Oh, <laughs> that'd be nice. God's grace is right there. Oh, shut up. <laughs> this movie, uh, it moves. It really. I mean, it really does kind of get from yeah. like point A to point B pretty fast. Uh, 
it, even the slow parts aren't really that yeah, slow. It's pretty mm. quick in its pacing, I'd say. Yeah, and everything is important. I I personally feel even like the weird stuff when they get to the town, um, when he runs into that drunk and stuff like that is important because it's showing that like the town is literally run by that company there. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's all it's all important. It's not just like goofy information laid in through just to like pad out the runtime. Like it very clearly like everything is deliberate and everything. So like why that. did they all have a curfew in that town? Because those people. Oh well. I don't know why they have a curfew, but what was enforcing it was those robots. But well, probably so they can. So the curfew was a pointless plot. Well, I think the curfew is so they can, you know, get their dead bodies into the factory I think and that's stuff what like it that. Is. They, yeah, they can yeah. do their shady things then. Also, how are you going to get Stonehenge in your factory if you don't have a curfew? Fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> put a tarp over it. People will be like, "Great, they're putting in granite counters. <laughs> they bought it in bulk. They'll cut it themselves." <laughs> Like, no mm. one would be like, that rock looks foreign. I think I saw HGTV over at the Silver Shamrock <laughs> thing. I think they're flipping it. <laughs> That'll do wonders for the for the area. Um, also, so th- what are they transporting bodies into their factory? Like, raw dog, just like holding them up. Like, got another body. Well, we do find out that they <laughs> transported that one woman's body from the hotel into their warehouse for some fucking reason. They could have just left her in the, in the hotel room. But they're like... No, we need that body for yeah. posterity's sake. <laughs> um, so we meet that man. His name is Harry. We meet his daughter, Ellie. That's going to be our, our love interest for the bulk of this film, played by Stacy Nelkin. I think the bulk of the film is played by Tom. But well, I'm bumped because he's bulky. <laughs> See, now you're saying he is handsome. No, bulky. You're saying he's fat? Huge difference. No, just I thought you were going to say huge dick. <laughs> I was like, whoa. You could see Tom Atkins' ass. You know, there's something in it for the ladies in this movie, you know? And he puts jeans on Commando, which is, I uh, don't recommend that, that to anyone. Does, that sounds dangerous. It's a good way to exfoliate your penis. <laughs> oh. So is. Nice and smooth. Rubbing it with a pumice rock, I yeah. guess. <laughs> so, um. Don't knock it till you try it. Ouch. <laughs> Ellie comes in and she, um, Identifies, identifies her dad's body. She's like, I know my dad's dead, but the daddy issues came long before it. And, and she was like, like, grabs his Hello, Tom, Tom Atkins. <laughs> um, I love the way that she identifies the body. It's so, like, movie cliche. She walks in, she's like, they move it. She goes, oh! And then it's like, alright, so is that your dad or are you just freaking out that there's a dead body with his face busted in front of you? Because I think I would have the same reaction either way. Um, so she goes to a bar with, uh, with, why am I drawing a blank as to Tom Atkins' character's name? It's just Tom Atkins. His name's Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins. They go to the bar and, uh, she kind of explains to him that, uh, there was a lot of weird stuff going on surrounding her father's death, uh, specifically with Silver Shamrock. And she was like, he didn't get a shipment. He came back. And he died. Yep. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, Connect okay, those dots. it's like, okay, go <laughs> call customer service. <laughs> what am I to do? And I, I genuinely, it's like, man, the one realist, really realistic thing about this movie is how far a horny man is willing to go. Cause he's like, all right, yeah, you're hot. I'll go with you. That's why you, yep. you 
not like you taught me, but you said it once, and I was like, he's not wrong. Where it's like, I know exactly what you're going to say. Masturbate before you make a decision. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> just masturbate. If Tom Atkins would have jacked off in the, hotel, or in, the, in the hospital before she showed up, he would have been like, I'm not going to some fucking weird factory yeah, with like, you. I don't care about masks. This guy just died. I'm not going to get involved. Do you would have been a cool little Easter egg? Now I'm linking this to our first episode of this season. Ooh, one of those fun dip-dyed ones? N- no. <laughs> what? You said a fun little Easter egg. Oh, you bitch. Oh. God, you, your puns are really... It's been, it feels like it's been so long since we've recorded. I'm not catching on the, to the puns at this point. No, what I was going to say is when they go to that, uh, that toy company in Scooby-Doo... Would have been cool if they put some silver shamrock oh, masks in there yeah. as a little Ooh. Easter egg. Because there's an Easter egg to some other um, projects in the uh, shamrock, silver shamrock. And Tom is a lover boy of George Clooney proportions. Oh, oh is that a oh, Scooby Doo yeah, quote? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm a lover boy of George Clooney proportions. Oh my God. Uh, I recently watched Monsters Unleashed. Mm. And Love it. I'll be honest, it might be better than the first one. It's fun. I think so, because you got the classic monsters. They should have done that in, in the first place. Yeah. And Tom then the first goes, one should have been the sequel. Eat him. Just eat him. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing. Um, you can't eat the cotton candy and killer clowns from outer space because it's got people inside of it. Yeah, well, that's mm. a different movie and not my problem. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they travel to Santa Mira, California, which is a... That's not the real name of town. The real name of and town like, is... It's not a real place because I looked it up and I was like, there's a lot of Santas. Yeah, no, it's it's, yeah. it's Lolita, California, which uh, don't go there. <laughs> hey, Lolita, hey. <laughs> Looking to catch a case in that city. <laughs> Where is that? Is that like over it's, the area? It's near Sierra Madre. So it's down here. It's just, oh, it's down here. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. means oh, okay. mountain mother. Does and, it? Uh, Madre means mom, right? <laughs> <laughs> Does it mean mountain mama? Country roads, take me home. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they go to this really weird town, and uh, they get to a hotel, and they run into this family. What a beautiful family! Um, it's uh, Buddy Cupfer. And is this uh, his wife and son? Is this the RV family? This yeah. is the RV cousin family. Eddie. Basically, that's kind of what it feels like. They it built does. him up to be his yeah. cousin Eddie, um, but he is going to Silver Shamrock for a tour because he is like the top salesman in the country of Silver Shamrock masks. Which, when they show that montage of the kids grabbing the masks off the shelves, I'm like. I'm okay. What are you celebrating a guy who just put them in his store? Like you didn't sell them. They just, they're flying yeah, off the shelves. Like for peddling them. Yeah. It's like, Hey kid, come yeah. here. You want a silver shamrock mask? <laughs> <laughs> Pulls out like a, a mummy mask. He's like, I know that's fake. <laughs> they only have three <laughs> and yeah. everyone's wearing them. Except for one kid in that montage in the trick or treat scene who's wearing a really weird Wolfman mask. Yeah. And there's that kid wearing a silver shamrock mask with He's... one of those like plastic bag Casper costumes. <laughs> I saw that. The Wolfman's like over at his friend's house that night. And they're like, you couldn't afford one. <laughs> and it's but like... then 9 p.m. hits. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, thank God I'm poor. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> that's right. Classism will never win. <laughs> Um, I do have to say these masks. Everyone keeps saying they're bad quality. Like everywhere you go, people on videos and and like recordings say they're it bad was quality. Eighty, 
Yes, it was. Yeah, 80. 80. <laughs> but I think they're, I don't know, they're good quality. It Honestly, what it reminds me of, it harkens back to, do you remember when the masks at Spirit were kept behind a counter? And you had to go up there and they had numbers at I them? I remember like the wall of masks. Yeah, and it was behind a counter and you had to ask for help to get yeah. one because they had displays and then they had um, like masks in the packaging in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's the type of masks. It's like high quality. I remember... When they got rid of that, the quality in masks that Spirit dropped. But that's where my dad got his first Michael Myers mask, which I'm going to have to find a picture of it and post it on the Instagram because you guys know my dad is like my dad's six foot four. He's, he's, a, a, he's a big guy. And his favorite movie, like horror movie, is Halloween. So for like going on 10 years, he dressed up as Michael Myers every year for Halloween. And we he's gave out a shockingly low amount of candy every year that my dad was out there as michael myers like parents were scared to come up to our house because of like how like scary my dad was out there and i was like damn no one's ever gonna want to come to our house ever again you should have offset it by offering king-size candy bars Ooh, king-size wiener mm-hmm. <laughs> you'd be on a list by now <laughs> list of perfect houses to visit for halloween uh top 10 adult only houses for trick-or-treating thank you for watching watch mojo (laughs) (laughs) this guy offers cakes and wiener think you'd like hot dogs and cake weird combo but they've got them Schmeet. i think another i I like schmeet and sweets I love scaring people on Halloween. It became like a thing when I was little. I think it's like all because of my dad, man. One year he didn't want to be, uh, he didn't want to be Michael Myers. He's like, I don't really feel like it. So he cut a hole in the skeleton that we had in his chest. And he put a walkie-talkie in it. And he sat in the car on the driveway and like just put the bowl of candy out there. And he talked to kids through it. And like again, shockingly low amount of candy went out. We always had so much left over after Halloween. I think that i don't think that i know that my dad would buy excess amount of candy but then for some reason there'd be like a bag of heath bars where it's like children don't eat heath bars that was don't want garbage toffee. candy when i got yeah. it but he would buy too much just to be like well i gotta eat all this candy now <laughs> you're a liar do you, does your dad like heath bars oh yeah i love heath bars. that's the most german thing about him oh they're so good you ever had a heath bar cake Ugh. Delicious. I'm not a big fan of toffee, to be completely honest. I love it. It's it's just too hard for me, like chomping on it. Mm. I like it. I love That's ripping good. out you my would. cavities. You would. I don't know, Peyton. Something about you liking Heath bars is like the most accurate characterization of you as a person. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat a Heath bar. You probably like Smarties, too. I love yeah. Smarties. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> Smarties, sweet tarts. Mm. You know that bargain bag of can- candy that you get that has like <gasps> dum dums and like sweet tarts and in three it? Three year old dots. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I love dots. Too. I do like dots. Dots, dots are, are good. good. Except for that green one. Yeah. Welcome oh, to Candy Away, one. where we talk about our favorite <laughs> Halloween candy. Candy Away. Um. So yeah, we also in this moment meet Marge Gutman. Um. They did honest to god. They did a really good job of pity- making like Middle America people names for yeah. these these people who are showing up to like yell at this factory. Um. She is a disgruntled salesperson who has not received their shipment as well. Ooh. Ooh. So she's going over to the um, to the factory to complain that she didn't get her shipment, yada, yada, yada. She sold out. Um, <laughs> they have a lot at the factory, though. Yes. I was they like, do. Well, 
an abundance. What I'm giggling Wait, about but... is thinking about uh, Buddy Holly, uh, Buddy Cupfer, oh. and like <laughs> he owns a novelty store. That's what he. That's what he says. He introduces himself. He says he owns a novelty store, and I'm just sitting here laughing to myself, being like, they could not have created a man who could have gotten out of a car and not said that he owned a novelty store. And I would be like, that guy owns a novelty store. <laughs> he's so goofy. He's wearing like a fedora, but I feel like maybe he's not. And I just made that up, but it feels correct for his character in like a goofy suit. Um, but he introduces himself to everyone. Uh, Tom Atkins and Ellie are posing as husband and wife. Um, in order to not raise any suspicion, we should go on this really father daughter. Just, yeah, <laughs> like they that would have been much more celebrated. I'm going to be honest and say Tom Atkins is smarter than that, and he knew if he said um, we're son and or uh, father and daughter, the guy at the hotel stand would be like, "I'm calling the police." <laughs> like, <laughs> there is a an energy about. <laughs> he's, he's like, uh, "We're husband and wife," and he goes, "Ah, oh, you're from Alabama." It's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Ah, oh, nice, 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 nice." Like, you mean cousins? I'm her Got daddy. <laughs> oh, so the honeymoon suite. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he introduces himself. He's like, "Oh, I'm the top salesman." Blah blah blah. And the only reason I mention this, it's not that important, but. Uh, he's like, that's my son. And as the kid rides away on his bike, he flips him off as, he, <laughs> as he's riding away for some reason. It's like, okay, cool, little oh. shit. Um, so uh, they get some information, again, just talking about how uh, this entire town um, was basically – saved by silver shamrock moving into it because it created all the jobs it created all the uh like the the infrastructure that this town has forgave all their sins oh that's children of the corn oh that's i was say that's midnight mass that's midnight mass yeah i still haven't finished it um so he uh explains that like they've done good however it's heavily suggested that now the town is not being taken care of by silver shamrock because now it's more like taken hostage yeah exactly yeah. because nobody works there anymore the town is like essentially abandoned every time you see the town there is nobody in it um, it's basically just people working at the factory yeah. at the factory but yes. that's also another reason like why have a curfew i just think it's to control them and uh the workers got to get eight hours of sleep the oh, robots so then if they can't go <laughs> if they if they can't go outside, they have to go to sleep. Exactly. Oh. They can't be at the bar drinking until 2 a.m. in the morning when they got a shift at 6. See, Jared? But if they don't work... No, no see, they okay, work at look, the factory. I thought the, the factory people, was all robots. No, I think the no, women no. doing the masks in that room... Where that where they go for the tour? But they all look exactly the same. That's why I was like, yeah, they're robots. Those are white people, Jarrett. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so that night, um, <clears throat> while they're trying to do some sleuthing, a homeless man uh, like bumps into Tom Atkins, and he kind of explains like that he used to work at the factory, and then he got laid off, and they laid off the whole town. Um, Basically, just Charlie Bucket's dad's so no story from the Tim Burton. <laughs> no, no one works you there just, anymore. So why have the curfew? To keep them in control. Don't you but, remember when California had a curfew and it was just to keep us in control with the government? 
No. <laughs> it was like two years ago now. <laughs> We've been living in a nightmare for quite some time now. I forgot the curfew was part of that whole thing. Maybe Silver Shamrock runs our government. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Shadow government? That'd be a lot cooler Halloween than the insurrection. Oh. Don't even get me started on the fact that there is a very blatant uh, war on Halloween right now going on. Yeah. Have you noticed? Like there's no Halloween anything? Yeah, and everything is like, uh, so here where I live in, in Riverside, not to dox, dox myself, yourself. but right down the street is a very well-known uh, mega church here in Southern California called Harvest. Um, oh, is they that- Harvest Souls? <laughs> they might be. They're the ones who rent out the, the Anaheim Coliseum every year and have an enormous, like, like, our God know. is an awesome God. Yeah, and I don't know what they do. Greg Laurie is the pastor there. He's very well known around the nation, everything like that. They're having a harvest festival on the 31st, and underneath it, it says a family-friendly Halloween alternative. And then just down the street from us again is another church that's having a festival of lights on that October one. 31st yeah. that says a family-friendly alternative to Halloween. Well, I think a lot I'm going to be is- saying happy Halloween to anyone who comes near me. <laughs> <laughs> That's just all like people not knowing how to trick or treat yeah. after a year of not doing it. That's I don't think like, it's that. I just think it's like a, I don't know. Well, churches also always do stuff like this I to know. try and pull people in. We're in a new satanic Cults. panic, so I think that's also why like Halloween is kind of in a weird we spot are? right now. Is oh, it because yeah. of TikTok? Dude, QAnon is is a, is just the, the satanic oh. panic all over again. Yeah, but people like support QAnon. Yeah, well, people support the satanic panic too. <laughs> Mm, I feel like Satanic Panic was more aimed at like the youth, where QAnon is really much more aimed at. The yeah, adults, it is scary. Which are pretty much the same people. That <laughs> yeah, were yeah. Satanic Panic. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, so this, uh, you know, homeless man who just explains like, you know, this, that, and the other thing about the town, and honestly, Tom Atkins kind of brushes it off because, for as gung ho as he was to come on this like mystery fuck trip with this woman he's not very interested in what's actually happening he's kind of a naysayer for like a large portion of um like everything that's happening so right after this homeless man tells him this and stumbles away two men in suits one played by dick warlock the other played by cock necromancer (laughs) (laughs) grab him by the shoulders and proceed to make him fillet them doesn't it look like that's what they're about yeah. to do? They like shove them down in their crotches. Yeah, and I was like, "Uh, this is about to go NC seventeen. Yeah, quick. I was halfway expecting a woman dies shortly after this, where she gets like a beam of light shot into her head, and I thought like a beam of light was gonna like shoot out of their crotch <laughs> into his head. I <laughs> <laughs> would make this movie a little bit more enjoyable. That'd be so funny if it happened, honestly. But actually, to be honest, this kill is awesome. They just grab him by the head and fucking rip his head off. Clean oh, off yeah. his body. Yeah, that's How's your head? No complaints. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Um, it's an Elvira joke. Okay, I'll give it a yay. You know that? That's right. Yeah, it is an Elvira Lesbian joke. icon. <laughs> you know, I am just so happy that this woman who his entire career has been based off of the male gaze is now doing it all for the female it's gaze. So good. <laughs> it's just like so good. Also oh, nice play on words. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah, he gets his fucking head ripped off and, um, 
they oh yeah the, the, the these two kills happened back to back marge the woman who was coming to complain about marge, marge. <laughs> <laughs> that scared me as a child and i never watched that movie again i was like i'm never going back to watch Wee herman you know everyone always points that that's like the scariest moment in that movie but i if you still think if you haven't seen it in a while and you think that's the scariest moment in the movie watch that movie again that whole movie is the scariest oh, part yeah. of that movie the scene where he has that nightmare that he's um that his b- bike is being taken apart by clown doctors Whoa, is really scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh man. So Marge is laying in bed, and she's she finds that the silver shamrock logo thing off of a mask has fallen off the back. She flips it over, and there's a microchip in it, and she starts tinkering with it. And this is where he's saying this ray of light just like <laughs> like shoots through her into her mouth, and I think it was a condensed beam of radiation. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, according to the hotel manager, just a misfire because that's what he says. <laughs> um, but the makeup that she gets is really gnarly. It's terrifying. It fully looks like yes, that is what would happen if a beam shot through yeah. her mouth. Her like lips back- are all like peeled, burnt back, peeled backwards. So it's like her gum is all exposed and her eyes are like bulging out of her head like and red. I'm telling you, it looks like radiation. And she's like this. <laughs> like reaching at her head and then a, a mole cricket comes out of her mouth <laughs> randomly yeah alluding to something that is coming shortly uh, i thought she just like ate a bug <laughs> she ate a potato you know those bugs you can buy at, like those weird candy stores Ugh. she yeah. just didn't chew it enough it just came yeah. back out apparently i learned this on fear factor years ago um crickets right if you do not chew them enough like live crickets when you eat them they will just crawl back up out of your throat. But they're dead. No, and if you don't chew them, enough, you just like barely like it. You know some insects don't crickets. have their brains in their heads. It's in, like, I in think their so. in their abdomen their and stuff. Thorax. Like that, their thorax. Yeah. It's really gross. Did you see the video of the fly pulling its own head off? No. no. It's, <laughs> up. it's like what? it sounds so innocent, but like basically, the fly. What people are like what starting most Jeff likely happened. Right. <laughs> But like what most likely happened was the bug or the fly had an injury to its neck that already partially decapitated it. And so it's like bug brain, which isn't even in its head, is like remove damage, remove damage. And so it was like you see it like touch its head and then it just goes and plucks it off. And you can see like the last little like tendril connecting it like come apart. And then it just kind of like glitches and then just stops moving. It's so fucked up. It's very Whoa. weird. We're That's like that whole thing of like this. like uh, you it's, know animals will chew their legs off yeah. to get out of a mm-hmm. like a trap or something like that. People We're gonna like, watch it when this is over. We'll post it on our Instagram comment. story <laughs> of, the, of the. I'm oh, interested. No. A lot of people commented and were like, "This makes me very upset." Like it's just like it's a visually like there's something about it that's very just like unsettling and like. It's like accidentally watching a beheading video where you're like, I didn't know. Let me tell you, I have watched, I have accidentally watched many a gore video, not thinking like it was real. And and then I just got to sit there and go, it's not real. It's from, it's from a movie. Lie to yourself. There's a, there's a Mexican TV show called Al Extrema or Extremo or something like that. And they, they like don't censor anything. They show like beheadings and stuff like that. I what? really like that show. You, you like that show? Person. And it was I'm getting like, yeah. oh god. Uh Peyton has decided to <laughs> leave the podcast. It was kind of because it Is reminds, it on TV TV? TV well, like like Spanish channels. Mm. Oh. Like like Telemundo? <laughs> yeah, or like uh, Univision or something. But yeah, it He's going to make his own video with you. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. But like it just reminded you like of the the fragility of life and There's stuff There's like no that. fragility to cutting someone's head off. I mean, it how reminds you of how fragile cool. life can be. <laughs> Maybe not like the beheading videos, but like there's like car accident videos that were not censored and stuff like that, and like the aftermath of them. And it, it's very Jesus like, Christ, Peyton. This is a character. That you, I'm learning so much do about you. you. Masturbate? <laughs> no, that's, that's gross. gross. <laughs> oh, that's gross. That's willingly <laughs> seeking it out and going. Oh, this is entertainment. God. I haven't watched a show in a while. But Before we. Keep delving deep into Peyton's psyche here. Let's <laughs> so back to the movie before um, we uncover too much. Daniel and Ellie they tour the factory the next day with the Cupfers, um, which is really funny because they just show up unannounced and um, O'Cochran, the guy who owns the and runs Silver Shamrock, is just like it's okay that you showed up. Come with us on the tour. It's fine. <laughs> this guy got it just because he's the best seller. But you just walked in here, so that's fine. Um, they get a tour of the factory. This is where I was saying there's some wink, wink, nod, nod, like type things in this room because, um, one of the masks in the background, they only sell three masks right now, but one of the masks in the background is, um, Fluffy from Creepshow, the, um, the, the, oh. the box, mm-hmm. uh, short where that thing comes out and like eats that woman that's in the background. There's a couple other masks in the background too. Um, but they get a tour of... They should have had the Michael Myers mask in the background. That would have been really... Just as like a little... Well, you know what? Honestly, they um, have a kind of a weird, but I still like it, nod to Halloween already. Yeah, Which but, is when it's on the TV later in the movie, yeah. which is kind of funny. Um, and it's the big giveaway that they keep mentioning. Forgot to mention that. This entire time, you cannot go anywhere without hearing this Silver Shamrock commercial. It's on, on radio, every- on TV. Oh, yeah in your toilet um <laughs> you flush it's like <laughs> um but your fax machine <laughs> it's like me yeah it's like a big old ad printed out in letters like to make the symbol um but the big giveaway is happening after a showing a televised showing of halloween which is like that's kind of at nine o'clock Somewhere. Somewhere. Nine o'clock, everywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they tour the warehouse, and while they're going around, um, they're out in the yard, and Ellie sees her father's car in, like, a garage. The, the yard of a warehouse. Because <laughs> for a second I was like, they're home? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, yes. we're common knowledge of that word. Yes, The yes. yard of a warehouse. The yard of a warehouse. Right down the space. It's in a uh, It's in a garage, and it's being guarded by a bunch of men. She tries to go and look at it, and they turn her away. They're like, oh, that's only for, like, employees only type shit, where they, like, turn her around. Um, so... This is, they're also here, and then there's a there's a mention of the final processing for each mask. Jarrett, go ahead and mention your your favorite line of all time with the with the final processing. Uh, Buddy goes, oh, what kind of final processing do you think they're doing to his wife? And she goes. Well, she, A, right now is wearing like a milkmaid's or barmaid's costume. Well, yeah, and they're like, supposed to be in their, like dressed to the nines. They're supposed to look really yeah. good. It's that really ugly like 80s throwback to 50s throwback to like westerns. Yes. I don't know. But she just goes, "Don't ask me. I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> so, upon finding the car, um 
they decide to uh ellie and and tom atkins decide to go contact the authorities essentially like okay something really weird is happening here um also meanwhile the phone lines are all cut yeah um forgot to mention there's a b-plot happening here where one of tom atkins doctor friends in the lab a b-plot um is uh going through the, the the remains that they found when that car exploded being like i haven't found any human remains in these dishes like it's all car parts that's all i can find i should find teeth i should find fragments of bones it didn't burn that hot so that's all happening in the background of this kind of laying more to the mystique of you know what is occurring here I see this whole B plot to me just seems like they were like, "Will we need more people?" Yeah, they're like, it's "We need more." Really, kills. kind of pointless. Well, and it's it's kind of pointless because I believe when that guy gets crushed by the car in the beginning of the movies, that orange juice concentrate comes out of him. Yeah, yeah. So it's already like, okay, mm, there's something I'll call it more like banana pudding. It's too orange. It's very green. 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 It's orange. I'm pretty sure we just watched. No, it's the green. bright orange. It's, <laughs> it's in the warm. T- what am it's I a, thinking? It's a of? yellow oh, orange. I'm thinking of. Puppet You're thinking Master of Puppet too. Master. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> too much ooze. Um. So where's Ivan? They uh they they try to leave and Danielle they can't reach it or uh or Daniel Danielle God damn it Tom Atkins can't reach anyone by phone um and. Ellie gets kidnapped and taken to the factory. Now, I won't wait till the end. I, w- I won't spoil that part. But so she gets taken. So now Tom Atkins is like, all right, I got to get to the warehouse. I got to save her, right? We've been fucking a lot. I got to save her. I sucked on her titties. So <laughs> he goes to the warehouse. She's too hot to let go. I'll she's never get another good one. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. She's so hot. I'll never get another 20-year-old to fall from me. Either. Yeah. No. He He's like, maybe if I move to a nice northeastern town where ghost pirates attack, then I can have sex <laughs> with another young woman. I just thought that was in the northwest. Is it? I don't know. I don't know where the fog takes place, I'll be honest. I I just, it seemed very Pacific Northwest to me. It might be, but you know what? The Pacific Northwest looks almost identical to like Maine and shit like that. So now we're going to get like angry, like people like, it looks nothing like it. How dare you? It's clearly established that. Keep Portland weird. (laughs) Which Portland? Portland, Maine? Portland, Oregon? We'll never know. Get some new names. So... Uh, when Portland. he tries to go to the warehouse, um, he's being pursued in the streets. He's hiding, but then he gets captured. Typical day for him. <laughs> pursued <laughs> in the streets by twenty young, yeah. twenty year old women. Ooh, come back! That's I do like fish. when he when he's like tries to go and rescue her, and he initially steps out of his hotel room, and there's five dudes standing outside, and they <laughs> all just walk in a straight line towards him, like. So he jumps out the window. He the gets reject captured. Beatles cover. <laughs> That's the dark album. Why do I have to be Ringo? <laughs> There's two guys that are Ringo. Like, yeah, you gotta share. <laughs> like one of them punches Ellie, and he's like, "I'm John Lennon." <laughs> so does that make her Yoko? That makes her any woman he was married oh, yeah. to. It's <laughs> like I'm gonna abandon my son. So, um, <laughs> a lot of John Lennon slander. <laughs> um, he gets captured. Um, 
And then, meanwhile, we go back to that B plot where she discovers, like, that doctor is like, oh, shit. These are not humans that were here. So she tries to call the police, and then an android shows up and drills her. (laughs) (laughs) No, not Tom Atkins. An android drills her. (laughs) Actually, you know what? It is suggested that, like, Tom Atkins and this doctor have fucked because when he asks her to take a look at it, she's like, well, you... Better take me to dinner then, or some shit like that. And it's He's like, all like, um, uh, yeah, sure. Like, I think you're a little too old for me. <laughs> what are you, 25? <laughs> take me to dinner, and then I'll give you something to eat out. <laughs> I play by Leonardo DiCaprio rules, so uh, you're, you've aged out. <laughs> so, um, while you know, uh, Tom Atkins is captured, and then he wakes up in this room, and Cochrane is there, and he's like. Uh, oh yeah, it's not O Cochrane, it's Cochrane because we, it's like Cochrane. Um, yeah. So he reveals his big plan. Basically tells him, and it's kind of like whenever something like this happens, I just can't not think about did the we, Incredibles. <laughs> did we bring up the Stonehenge advertise, or Oh yes, there is earlier in it a news article or news story on the TV talking about how uh, a rock went missing from Stonehenge. Uh, a rock went missing from Stonehenge. Now, you if you are not paying attention to that, it not is. knowing that that is yeah. a huge part of the story, Easily you will missable. not know that it happened. Or and that's you, why we forgot to talk about it. Yes, because yeah. it's literally on a TV for two seconds. It's like, a rock from Stonehenge went missing. And it's when that guy comes in and he's like, <laughs> and then yeah. goes to the hospital. So, um, Cochrane monologues you caught me monologuing and he um <laughs> lays out for him basically on the table <laughs> he's like you're gonna see why they call me cochran <laughs> <laughs> and um he lays out for him what, what's going on and essentially what he lays out for him is people have forgotten what halloween is it's like people think that it's just this like fun little like trick or treat, go out there and have fun. But really, it is a it is a fest. It's a it's a celebration of sacrifice. It's Samhain, which for our listeners out there, just gonna tell you if you've never heard the word said before, you have seen it spelt out, and you have per- mispronounced it forever in your head. S A M H A I N. That's Samhain. Not Sam Hain. <laughs> That's I've never heard of this word. Yeah. Really, you haven't? No. It's out there in I a lot it was of stuff. Be like Festivus or something. No, Wait, no, no. That's Christmas. That's Festivus Seinfeld. is Seinfeld. <laughs> a Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> it's it's a it's a thing that comes up in a lot of um, popular culture. But if you're reading it, you're like Sam Hain. All right, I don't know what that is, but it's it's Samhain. It's a Celtic word, I believe. Um, but yeah, he's basically saying Gaelic. It, uh, yes. No. Yes. No. Yes? So, uh, it's... Oh, no, I was just asking if I could lick. <laughs> oh, shut up! <laughs> so, he basically lays out, like, it's a it's a celebration of sacrifice. And this year, it, the planets are aligned. They're going to align on Samhain, so we're going to make a big sacrifice. And, all this, and then, uh, he's like, alright, see you later. So, what like, do they what get from it? it? Yeah. yeah. That's they the do not that, explain that. They don't explain, They like, don't explain what they're going to gain from it. They're just it. like, hey, this is what we're going to do. What we're going to get, we don't know. We're just going to do it. It could have at least been like, we're getting so close to overpopulation. And I just want to wipe out a generation. So I will. Might have been like. Okay. Or be like, I want this for eternal life or something. I will say my theory once it happens. Um, but I think it's just a 
like this is a cult and this is a cult leader. Is this the Thorn Cult? No, this isn't the Thorn Cult. But it would be cool if it was. That would be better thought out than just introducing the Thorn Cult later on. <laughs> but um, I think it's just a cult, and this is what the cult does, and that this is their religious belief. So there is no backing behind it. They're just like, we want to do it because it's it's going to be a thing that we want to do. But I will say what I think happens and what I think they were trying to do once we get to that part, because it is interesting. So he puts a mask on Tom Atkins, skull mask, skull mask, and he turns on the TV and Halloween is playing. It's like, or it's a, it's the trailer for Halloween playing later in the night. It's like the terrifying classic Halloween, and Tom Atkins just fucking kicks the TV and breaks it. (laughs) He manages to break loose from his restraints, takes his mask off, and throws it on top of the camera so he can get out of there. Um, Which, according to the trivia, said that he did it the first try when they were practicing and then it took like 50 takes to get it after that point Dang. yes i would have just given up i'd have been like yeah we'll fix it in post well just like the the um the basketball scene in alien resurrection where sigourney weaver uh, is supposed to just like walk away and toss that basketball over her head mm-hmm. into the hoop uh it took like hours really? to get and then they were like all right just one more try and then we'll we'll shoot it different and she finally nailed it everyone on the set was exhausted because it was a scene with all the characters in no. it so they all had to be there i want to go back and watch alien movies yeah me too Ooh. we could avp we could do every alien after aliens yeah. to be completely honest That's true. because um, they're all that good right I don't know, I kind of like Resurrection. Right. Sure, David Fincher doesn't want his name on the one he directed, Alien Resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, meanwhile, the best scene in the movie is about to happen. They take Buddy's family into a room, and they're like, oh, we're going to give you a demonstration. And his son has a mask on. We start waterboarding. <laughs> Dick Cheney comes in. Yeah. <clears throat> He's like, where are the WMDs? <laughs> no, so um, he's like, we're going to put you in this room. We're going to give you a demonstration. Just wait for us. So his son has a mask on. And another funny thing about the trivia of this movie that I saw was that the kid in the movie that was playing Buddy's son refused to wear the mask. So the scenes where he's wearing a mask, it's a stunt double. Yeah, the kid is probably what? terrified of it. Yeah, no, he's, he's probably just being a little dickhead. He probably flipped them off on his own. That wasn't <laughs> even in the script. So they're in the room. Kid has a mask on, and the commercial starts playing. And they're just like giggling, like hee hee, oh that's funny. And then the fucking kid's head starts melting in the mask, and he's like, he falls to the ground, smacks his head. The parents are freaking out. The mom dies just because she faints. I don't get that. She died from shock. I think. <laughs> Do you think that's I what like, it was? This is kind of stupid. At least like show the bugs eating her face. After well, the she dad falls at the least. Ground. So the kid falls. His head hits the ground. Tons of crickets just dump out of the head, and then big crickets, and then a fucking rattlesnake comes out of the mouth, and the dad's like, ah, and the rattlesnake bites him, and that's it. They're dead. But. I do have to say that the just keeps playing in the like over the scene. It's all flashing in there while they're all dying. It is. It is a good. It's a good scene. So good, especially because it harkens back. Now you know what's going to happen, right? So at the end of the movie, when the commercials just playing on loop over and over and over again, it's just it's so creepy to think that like, oh my god, what's happening here? Um, 
The movie took so long to get to that, though. It yeah. really did. We forgot to mention that uh, Tom Atkins does have children. <clears throat> and, oh, yeah. And he is, oh, yeah. And he is, quote unquote, married, I guess. Well, I would say divorced. I think they're divorced. On the way to I divorce, they're at least. separated. Right yeah. Now. The two kids are wearing silver shamrock masks. Daughter with the witch, boy with the pumpkin. Yes. And uh, also, what a missed opportunity to have each one do something different. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the, the skull one, like, just melts, melts you into a into bones and then like the the pumpkin one you grow like well the pumpkin one kind of makes sense like if a rotted pumpkin oh well you know what we only ever shit. see ha- it happen once yeah. so you maybe it does and like the witch could like the witch one makes you shop at hot topic yeah. and read tarot cards <laughs> <laughs> gives you a really shrill voice <laughs> it's like warts everywhere you survive but you be- just become obnoxious <laughs> You, you, you go. Have you ever seen Hocus Pocus? <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind her. She's thirty and wore one of those masks years ago. <laughs> so, um, uh, Tom Atkins, he manages to uh, get a phone call and say like. The mat, like the masks are gonna kill kids, and then someone's like, "Haha, yeah, funny." Hangs up on him, so he finds Ellie, he rescues her, and then uh, he must have maxed out sneak because he manages <laughs> he to twenty. Yeah, he's like, "All right, I need you to roll a sneak check." All right, well, I get plus five. All right, okay, it's a nat twenty. Just walks in broad, like light around <laughs> everyone, behind everyone, just like. <laughs> types on the computer and brings I don't he just smashes buttons and the like, commercial click click click, yeah. click click and the guys are like oh, what's going commercials on? come on every screen in this room where the Stonehenge stone is which they mention he's like You're probably wondering how we got it here ah, it wasn't easy and that's it <laughs> so, <it's> like, <laughs> so tell me more the commercial comes on him and Ellie run to the catwalk above it and they dump out a box full of the they tags do their little thing on the catwalk <laughs> on the catwalk <laughs> dumps it (laughs) and then um they start exploding everyone dies and then uh cochran i just love his death is perfect and i will say i would and very bizarre i would need to look this up more to be honest to see if it's true however i think when everyone dies when those scientists down there die Mm-hmm. Their bodies are laying in the configuration of Stonehenge. I was thinking the computers were set up in the configuration. Well, it's a circle. It's a circle. Yeah. But when they lay down, because you know how the but rocks are kind of like tilted. That's a lot of circles. Yeah. It, well, and then a circle <laughs> comes around them yeah. too. <clears throat> so Cochran looks up at Tom Atkins, and it basically gives him like a well played. And then Stonehenge shoots a beam of light through him, and it turns him into a rock man. I guess. Yeah. Then he disappears. And then he disappears. <laughs> <clears throat> I was expecting him to fall and like shatter. Yeah. But he's just like, son of a bitch. And it's, it is the... I'm going to make a shirt, I think, he's with, like with the rock man on him. <laughs> he's all like, mm, I got, I'm smirking right now at you. What's um, his first name, Cochran? Does it say it in the movie? William Cochran. Is that what it is? No, I have no idea. All I'm saying is the shirt is going to say, let's say his name's William, right? It's going to have him in that rock thing, and it's going to say, William the Rock Cochran. (laughs) 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 So they escape. You look outside, and the factory is on fire, but the sky is on fire too, right? Now, this is where I say what I think was going to happen is 
I think I don't think that's a fire that you're seeing. Like it is a fire, but I don't think it's just a fire coming out of the the factory. I think it is like a portal. Yeah, like a hellish thing happening. And if they would have sacrificed all the kids, it oh, would have brought hell on earth. Oh, okay. And that's what they were trying to achieve. Because the fire in that scene, like the sky looks too weird for it to just be like, oh, the factory's on fire. And it looks like the fire's behind the factory. Not yes. In and the it's factory. or it's like in the sky above it. So I yeah. think that's what it was. It was some type of sacrifice to cause like hell on earth or something like that. Really it was just a bad effect, but damn. I mean. <laughs> so they escape. Uh Ellie and, and Tom Atkins are driving and she's really quiet. And then he turns to her and don't you just hate it when your sex toys try to kill you? Because <laughs> she grabs him by the throat and he's like, ah, and he cr- so it really was Mike Myers. <laughs> oh, behave. <laughs> I'm going to get some more champagne, jungle boy. <laughs> I'm going to go get some more champagne, jungle boy. <laughs> hey, Roy Flint, I love this film. <laughs> so they crash. Um, they have this really weird, awkward fight with each other where her arm comes off and he throws it and then he proceeds to knock her head off with a tire iron and then she still comes at him and then... Uh, Just like the movie. Doesn't want to end. No, doesn't want to end. She wants another another round. Yeah, she's like, God, give me that dick. <laughs> so... Uh, First flashlight sex doll. This brings up again another theory that I have that I don't think Ellie ever was a human i'm gonna disagree with you on that one i i, th- I know and, and this is where you know so we'll have a little debate i think she was not turned into a robot but a robot was replaced with her or she was replaced with a robot when they kidnapped her which they i mean that's, that, that's the you know that's the yeah. obvious like yeah. they took her and they replaced her they killed her and replaced her with a robot but i'm saying how do they have a, ro- a robot just ready to go he she was kidnapped and an hour later she was a robot. They probably had like exoskeletons just like ready to be painted or whatever. So here, I'm going to give this movie way more than it deserves, right? I think that... And the father... Well, okay, yeah, I know what you're going to say. I think uh, the guy who died in the hospital did not ever have a daughter. No one at all. But I think she came in and was like, my father died. I'll identify the body. They because they can't. They don't know who he is when he comes into the hospital. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she comes in, identifies the body. Her sole purpose in the movie is they know that Tom Atkins that he because when he comes into the hospital, he tells him like uh, like in his dying breath like a bunch of shit about um a- about. Silver Shamrock. He says the same thing to the guy at the gas station, too. Because the guy at the gas station is like, he was talking about Silver Shamrock and stuff like that. So, I think Ellie was sent there to stop Tom Atkins from exposing this. But wasn't he following her to the... Who? The factory? Ellie. Wasn't she like basically like, hey, uh, I'm going to the factory. You should come with me. I think she did that on purpose to get him to go to the factory so they could kill him. So why didn't they try and do the same thing with the gas station attendant? Yeah. Because I don't think they knew, because he like ran out. Uh, and the two robots died at the gas station, so I don't even know if they know that the gas station attendant was there, but they know that he was told something in the hospital. But then what's the why the behavior difference of like basically being all up on, also, on him? 
to basically give him the silent treatment. Well, but how would they also know that Tom Atkins was told something because the other robot immediately left and set himself on fire. He didn't yeah. tell anyone else either. Uh, like radio waves or something. I don't know. I know this Wi-Fi. movie doesn't have enough for it, but I do think that possi- possibly... It's a it's a fun theory. Yeah. I, I yeah. like it. It's a cute theory. <laughs> Good job thinking that up. I do really think that... I, I do think that it is... It is Likely that her whole sole purpose is to just her whole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so this is the the best, another best scene in the movie. They get to, um, or he gets back to the same gas station that the guy left from, and he calls, uh, not the authorities, but he calls like TV stations. And he's like, if you play that commercial, children will die. Turn it off. Turn it off. Like, we'll believe him. Yeah, they're like, okay. And they pull it off of like two commercials. Do you know what's literally the old... Here's some credence to my theory. Do you know why they don't go after the gas station attendant? Oh, because for the... he's racist. <laughs> no, for the <laughs> same reason the guy on at the TV station just believes Tom Atkins. Because he goes, I'm a doctor. They, they're going to kill people if they watch this commercial. So they're like, eh, it's just a gas station attendant. Who's going to believe him? But if the doctor... I'll so they're classes. Yes. And probably racist. And racist. But so he says, turn it off, take it off, take it off. He takes it off two channels. And he's like, oh. And they change it to the third. And it's still playing. Bum, 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 and he's like, bum, turn it off! Bum, bum, bum. And he's like, what does he say? He's like... He doesn't say turn it off over and over again. He's like... Shut it off! Turn it off! Shut it off! Make it stop! Make it stop! Make it stop! And the music's like, he's like, ah! Credits. Thank God. Oh. But kind of a cool ending. Cool ending. Kind of wish there was a little more resolve because that would have been a really cool scene of seeing a bunch of kids' heads melt. Gotta say, I give this movie tons and tons and tons of credit for literally showing a child die the most brutal death in the movie. <laughs> like his head melting and a snake coming out of his mouth. But yes, that is Halloween 3, season of the bitch. Of the witch. <laughs> of the bitch. Um, the vivitch. The vivitch. I would say, like, ah, oh, man, we should have done this live. But, I mean, no. semi-technically... I have hosted this movie live because we did it at uh, Camp Frida a year, <laughs> two oh, yeah, years yeah. ago. It was the final movie of that night. Everyone, if you've never been to Camp Frida, uh, it's past now when this episode comes out. It just happened this Saturday. But it's a movie marathon where everyone watches the first movie together. And then throughout the night until the last movie, you have to pick between two movies that are vers- like essentially mm-hmm. going head to head for your attention. Yeah. And then the last movie everyone watches together. That year was the third year. So it was called... Uh, Camp Frida 3, Season of the Witch, and the way that it was laid out was it was either witch movies, like movies with witchcraft, Halloween-themed movies, because the first movie we showed was Trick or Treat, and then thirds in like <laughs> trilogies or sagas of films. And the thirds was only shoehorned in there so that we could do Poltergeist 3, which is awful, and... Halloween the third Lord three, of the ring. <laughs> the, oh. <laughs> the Return of the King. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, so we've already shown this, but it's it's so good. Um, so that brings us to the Jaws scale. Uh, Peyton, Mister Skull Mask himself. Skull Mask. Um, I'm gonna go with Jaws three. 
I know, I know. It's, Where does it fall on the Halloween scale? The Halloween scale? I give it a Halloween three. Yeah. <laughs> I give it a Halloween three. That could be Halloween well. kills. That could be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if this is a good movie, if it wasn't in the the Halloween franchise, and if they wanted to do the anthology thing, which I know you were, you explained it, but it would have been better if this was like Halloween two, Halloween two, quote unquote. So then. You didn't have this expectation of Michael Myers being in the third one. People were not, would not be disappointed if this was the second in the franchise and then continue on with your anthology. Genuinely, I think they shot themselves in the foot because they wanted to do a third Halloween movie and they went ahead with this one. And I think that created issues for them because they wanted the marketing of putting Halloween on it. Yeah. And I personally think if today, if they remade this movie, dropped Halloween out of yes. it, just season called of the it Witch. Season of the Witch. That's all you need. Then it could be perfect. Like, it would be a good it, movie. It would probably be well received. This movie is one of the lowest rated sequels for Halloween movies. And that doesn't make any sense because it is a perfectly serviceable film. Like, yeah. like we were talking about, those later Halloween movies are fucking awful. But this one gets so much, like, hate simply because of the, the Michael Myers thing. Yeah. And if they just took it out of the franchise, it would be a great standalone movie. I totally agree. Yeah. Jarrett? Mm, I'm stuck between a three and a four. No! You would think this is unwatchable. Well, it doesn't really even... <sighs> Like, it's not interesting in the ways that it should be. It does. You don't see what all the masses do. There really is never any, like, besides one moment, there's, like, little to do with the mass killing people. I feel like the whole plot of it should have been pushed forward to, like, halfway through the movie to, like, 30, 40 minutes past what we did see. Because it doesn't play out. Nothing really happens. We don't get explained stuff. There's nothing driving these characters. It is definitely more of a mystery than it is anything else. It's not even a mystery in the right ways, though. The mystery is you not being told stuff because the movie doesn't even explain it. There's no motives for anyone to be doing any of this. Why does this doctor feel like he needs to go to a mask factory with a random girl? Because he's just, just trying, trying to fuck. <laughs> he's really just trying to fuck, but he doesn't even say that. And, like, why is the guy killing people? Doesn't say it. He says it's for a festival or whatever. Well, how did they get the Stonehenge there? Why Stonehenge? What, why, what's the importance of Stonehenge? Also, like, why wouldn't you just do that and then go and set up base at Stonehenge instead of, like, mysteriously taking a rock in the middle of the night? Like, what? Do you need the entire rock? What if you just broke off a portion of it? Wouldn't that Well, suffice? they're chipping away at it and putting it in each mask. So if they make enough masks, they'll put... I forgot to mention that. They're putting pieces of Stonehenge in the mask. Right, but... Like, they don't, you, they show the Stonehenge rock being chipped away at, and it's not all of it. It's like also they're chipping a fraction away, like, of it. The middle yeah, I don't of know it. why it's that's, like, that's going to collapse. Also, soon. is Stonehenge that big? <laughs> that's still like 30 feet tall that they have. Oh. That's a, yeah. I think they're, they're pretty tall. So, like, steal a smaller rock. God. Or, like, steal a chunk of it. That way you don't have to draw attention to yourself. So you're stuck between a three and a four? Yeah. Just hit it with whatever you want. I'll go with a three. All right, good. You went with a three? I went with a three. I'm about to make this average a, <laughs> a two, two and a half. Because <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a Jaws. Yeah, I know you I are. love this movie so much. I know you do. And I'm prepared for the hate. I'm ready for it. 
come at me with boxing gloves. I fucking hate Halloween 2. I think it is a derivative. It's awful. It's not a fun story. It's not interesting. It does nothing to advance the story. And I am happy that they did something fresh with this one. Oh yeah, I, this is the last Jedi of the, of the uh, Halloween series. Like, brought fresh life to it, did something interesting with it, and it sucks that it wasn't well received. But at least Last Jedi was had Luke Skywalker in it. Oh shut up! This doesn't even have Michael Myers is in it. He's on TV. It's <laughs> it's outside the universe of Michael Myers. Well, what's interesting though is that you say if it was outside of it, it would be a perfect film. But then you keep pulling it back and putting it into. Well, the I got I got No, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I think it is a perfect film. But I think for everyone else who was dissuaded by the fact that Michael Myers yeah. is not in it, if it was outside of it, it would we would not be looking at it today the way that we do. Yes. It probably honestly. If it was the same movie and didn't have Halloween in it, we probably wouldn't even be talking about it because we probably wouldn't even know it. Well, yeah. yes, yeah. you're probably right. We probably wouldn't know it. Yes, because it would just be another one of those movies that came out in the 80s and it went the way of – and that's what I'm saying. They put Halloween on it on purpose. They knew people were going to be upset that that Michael Myers wasn't in it, but they needed the advertising and the marketing potential behind it. But I still I, – I love it so much. Um, unfortunately, there's only like – one and a half good Halloween movies with Michael Myers in them, and it's there's, and it's there's some more that are it's like this one in Halloween 2018, possible. and then okay, I'll give it two and a half. This one Halloween 2018, and then Halloween Kills a little bit. <laughs> but, Halloween Kills is 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 good. Uh, it definitely suffers from the I'm a middle movie. Oh yeah, Halloween Kills is just a setup. That's oh, yeah. all it is. Yes, I think is and once and Halloween Ends comes out, you're supposed to like binge watch all three of those in the same night. Yes, like Halloween 2018 all the way to ends. Also, I saw someone say something the other day um, that they said that Halloween Kills doesn't even take place on Halloween. Yes, it does. It's still Halloween night on it. It's not November yeah. 1st yet. Well, we never get a time card, but yes, I would say it's probably. It's Halloween night. Yeah. So fuck you. <laughs> yeah. All I've heard is he's homophobic now. No, he kills equally. They just put a gay couple in it so yeah. he could kill them. <laughs> he doesn't kill them because they're gay. He kills them because they live in his house. He kills them because he kills people. Speaking of houses, and just throwing this out there because I think it's interesting, the Nightmare uh, on Elm Street home is for sale right now. And some uh, very clever... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Good-eyed internet sleuths pointed out that um, that's Bo Burnham's house. That he lives in the Nightmare on Elm Street house and he's selling it because when you look at the listing on Zillow and you look in the backyard, the house in the backyard is the one that he filmed inside in. (laughs) So he lives in the Nightmare on Elm Street house. Selling for three and a half million dollars. Go ahead and scoop that up, our listeners, because you're definitely like, you know, we can all do that. Let's all go halves on it. Uh, halves? We're going to go 16th on it. I think we'd go like 75ths on it. <laughs> so, yes. Ah, that is Halloween 3, the perfect Halloween sequel. Um, Peyton, take us into the outro. Hey, we can you can find us at on Spotify, YouTube, um, Apple Podcast. Um, we got shirts for sale, which I've been wearing my camp 
what was the Camp Crystal Lake one? That camp bombs away. Camp bombs away. <laughs> yeah, not in public, just around the house. In the house, because I haven't needed to wear it outside yet, and it also doesn't fit the th- outside. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. What a great ad for our t-shirts, Peyton. <laughs> it's a great shirt. It's super soft. I love it. I sleep in it. Is it good print so. quality? Good print quality. Beautiful. I would say so. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, we yeah. put out a new one. Uh, I, I, that's right. I finally decided to grin and bear it and put out the uh, the fantasy the one. Hey, sh- don't say that. I mean, uh... <laughs> the definitely not the Death Stalker poster with bombs away on it shirt. I got to get that one though. That one's cool. I like that one. A lot. Also, don't forget if you're listening to this, there is only five more days to enter our giveaway. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's a lot of people have entered it, and I'm just saying, don't oh, really? forget, you can get double entries oh. if you subscribe to YouTube and send us a screenshot. Uh, you just got to do all the stuff on the post and get in there. You'll win a t-shirt, a mystery gift, some stickers, um, and it'll be like personally packaged by myself. It'll be a little, uh, be a little bombs away it. care package yeah, that's and, good. and everything like that. It's a good little prize. I think so. And we got more merch on the way, more planned, more yes. some ideas we're messing around with. So where can they find all that? On our link tree. <laughs> I knew you didn't know how you don't know how to say the link. It's okay. Nope. Linktr.ee slash bombs away podcast. Type that in, it'll show you everything you need to find. Everything. Where you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, T shirts, OnlyFans, Patreon, Fansly. Uh, Pornhub, Pornhub model centro. <laughs> <laughs> it's our nexus for all things bombs. Away. Yes, exactly. You porn, <laughs> X hamster, X videos, <laughs> Reddit, Reddit gone wild. <laughs> okay, Jared, uh, foreskin gone wild. What um, grinder? That's like a, that's a. I think that's a subreddit on Reddit. <laughs> I don't. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) Um, Join us in two weeks for the continuation of Andre Toulon's uh, little dinky little bitch puppets in Puppet Master 2. (laughs) See you then. It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it. And don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Happy, happy Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween, Super Shamrock. Happy, happy Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween, Super Thank <laughs> you.